Hello, you're listening to the Fridays Forever podcast. My name is Mike. And I'm Kara. And we are... Fridays. Forever. Thanks for joining us. Well, good evening, Miss Friday. How are you? Hey, Mr. Friday. I'm doing well. Great. Welcome, everyone, to the podcast. We're so excited that you have joined us this evening. And we're going to share some of the adventures that we've been on recently uh, that you can follow along on our YouTube channel at Fridays Forever. We'd love to have you come over there, uh, along with this podcast also. And then we're going to share a segment called A Journey to Hope in just a few minutes. But first off, let's talk about, you doing okay tonight? Yes, I'm doing well. It's been a busy week, hasn't it? It has. Mm-hmm. Seems like uh, if you know anything about us, you know I'm a real estate photographer, and this this week has just been uh, I've been slammed with with work, but that's a good thing. So anyway, so we're um, looking forward to this podcast. But let's talk about some things here that um, we've been able to do recently that you can go check out if you want to watch the actual videos. But we went to a place here in or in Kingsport, Tennessee, in the Tri Cities, East Tennessee, that. Um, is a local to East Tennessee. It's called Pal's Burgers. We went to the original one. Yes. Um, this is the actually the very first one that was founded, I believe that was, Mike, 1956, if I remember correctly, and um, by na- a man named uh, Pal Barger. And he was stationed in Austin, Texas, in the service, the armed forces, and visited a fast food place called Two J's that was just excellent at people driving up and getting your food to you really quick and in a quality way. And that's how it all started. And he opened this first restaurant, and now there's multiple restaurants mostly in northeast tennessee but some in southwest virginia as well yeah and we had um you had a big pal burger and i had uh, a pal's hot dog with chili and mustard we both had what they call frenchy fries great stories to the frenchy fries we'll let karen tell you that in a second and then i had the chili burger couldn't eat it all but it's uh one of um the uh, owners um favorites was um, this uh, chili burger. Tell everybody how the Frenchie fries got their name. Yeah, so the founder and owner, Pal, would go through the drive through at one of the restaurants and ask for Frenchie fries. Give me some of those Frenchie fries. Yeah. Just joking around because on the menu it, they were just called fries. French fries, and all the employees would laugh and everything. And so they decided just to go with it, and now it's on the menu as Frenchy fries. But the food's delicious there. But And the original one is the only one. That, there may be one other one that you can walk into. All the others you is just drive through. And it's iconic here in East Tennessee. People love it. There's sweet tea and everything. If you're in East Tennessee, look for Pals. Look it up and go by there and grab a hamburger or hot dog, and a milkshake. They have Karen's favorite milkshake. This one that you walk into because you can't get the original one at the drive throughs but tell everybody about that. Yeah, it's a peanut butter milkshake, and most of the Pals restaurants all accept this one that you walk into and you order your food and you either take it back to your car or you eat it outside the eating area. All the other Pals are just drive through only, and the drive throughs don't keep 
thing, hand, I guess, turn shakes machine. Um, so my favorite is peanut butter. And I can even remember as a little girl, Mike, my dad mm-hmm. taking me and my twin sister to that That's a good original pals and getting a peanut butter milkshake. But we enjoyed it so much. And they use we? real peanut butter. A lot of ice cream places don't. They use a squirt of fake flavoring. There you go. <laughs> well, that's Pals Burgers. Um, the next video and adventure that we wanted to talk about was one of our people ask us a lot of times, you know, what's your favorite thing to do in Gatlinburg? And it's not hard for us, is it? It's like we just like to walk up and down the streets and watch people and cars and see what's new and go in and out of some of the stores. We just like to have a mm-hmm. good time. We do. And, and maybe some some of those walking in Gatlinburg trips will have some of our favorites like an ogle corn dog, an ogle dog or a caramel corn or a Cinnabon for me and Starbucks for both of us. So it, we love yeah. doing it. It's hard for us to pass up an ogle dog. If you're mm-hmm. in Gatlinburg and you need a quick snack, get you an ogle dog, corn yes. dog. <laughs> and yeah, the caramel corn, if it's especially when it's hot and mm-hmm. warm when it comes out, it's just delicious. But we always have a great time when we're just walking. So, you know, actually, other than getting to Gatlinburg, it's free. Other than parking somewhere, which you'll have to pay uh, to park somewhere, you can just walk up and down the streets and enjoy yourself, enjoy whoever you're with. And you got the Great Smoky Mountains right there behind you. And if you want to, you can go up to Anakista or up to the Sky Bridge. There's a play putt-putt, have some good food. It's just uh, there's a lot that you can take in there. Right. There's just an endless list of opportunities. Yeah, absolutely. And speaking of Gallenberg, another adventure that um, we really enjoyed up Airport Road, if you turn and you go up by the Space Needle and you just keep going, uh, is a place called Roaring Fork Motor Nature Trail. And you can actually just stay in your vehicle, if you'd like, and drive through. It's one way. It's very narrow in places and big steep drop offs. But and the curvy. view Yeah, and curvy. <laughs> but the views are incredible and there's cabins and old things that you can get out and look at. It's just it's a must do if you've never done it. And it's free. Right. And of course there are the popular trails along the way that you can actually park, get out of your vehicle and hike it, walk it, um, which takes a while. And then come back to your vehicle. But like Mike said, you can just drive through and stop at the cabin, history places, and not do an actual hike. Yeah, you can get out and um, wade in the creeks. Um, several places, there's uh, some little waterfalls. Uh, the Place of a Thousand Drips is there where you can drive by and, and see all this water coming down. It's just a beautiful and it's a must. Make sure they're open. Uh, it can be seasonal because the road's one way, and um, a lot of times in the wintertime it's closed. But you'll want to check with um, Great Smoky Mountain National Park website and um, and see if that it is open. But we highly recommend it for the whole family. Uh, if you got children, they can stop, like I said, stop several places, let them get out, and have a good time. Absolutely. We look forward to going back again, don't we? We sure do. But those adventures are all in our library on YouTube, Fridays Forever. You can check it out. Hey, we'd love for you to be able to um, 
Find us on all of our social media platforms. Of course, on YouTube, it's Fridays Forever. If you just type that in, we'll pop up. And that's where a lot of the adventures that we talk about here on the podcast, you can actually watch those and comment and make sure and hit that subscribe button. And we would appreciate that on Instagram. You can find us at Fridays Forever and the number two. We're often posting pictures there uh, throughout the week on our adventures and things like that. On Facebook, of course, it's Fridays Forever. Please come over there and like that page. We post pictures and a lot of other things, and we can talk back and forth. It's a good place to contact us through Messenger. And our email address is FridaysForever, the number two, at gmail.com. Our mailing address is Fridays Forever, P.O. Box 9024, Gray, Tennessee, 37615. Okay, Miss Karen, it's time for our journey to hope in today's podcast. I'm looking forward to it, too, aren't you? Yes. We like to talk about hope around here, don't we? We do. Seems like uh, so many people are hopeless these days, and so it's good to talk about it. So the title is Seven Things God Wants Us to Know About Hope, taken from Karen's very own blog post, and you can... Find her. You want to give that that address? Yes, that's KarenGirlFriday.com. KarenGirlFriday.com. And I post um, a new article every Thursday by Girl Friday. So seven things God wants us to know about hope. You know, I just think that hope, it's kind of one of those words, isn't it? Mm -hmm. That um, if we're not careful, we'll use it too much. Oh, yeah. I mean, we probably said it today. Right. I hope I hope I get off work early. I yeah. hope I can get in the bed on time. <laughs> I hope we can find something good to eat. You know you're in trouble if you're going, I hope we can find some gas yes. <laughs> somewhere along the road. Or I hope uh, we get a good income tax return <laughs> this year. There's so many things. Right. Or don't, I hope we don't have to pay too much to the IRS. <laughs> yeah. So we just really underestimate the power of hope because we use the word so loosely in our lives. Perhaps you relate to these seven things God wants us to know about hope that we're going to share with you on the podcast. The first one is God wants us to know we are never far from hope. That's a good one. Yeah, God wants us to know we're never far from hope. You know, when you think about hope in tragedy, it's there. During dark moments, it covers with light. It soars above despair because, Mike, you know, we both know life brings hurt, heartache, and disappointment. I dare say all of our listeners have the same experience because life can just be hard. And hard places in life can dissolve all of our faith, but in an uncertain world, there really is an undeniable hope, an unshakable anchor for our soul. So the Bible promises us that when the unexplainable happens in life, hope will come near. So I I really like that one, that we're never far from hope. And the the second thing um, here is that we we choose between hopeless or or hope-filled. Now, when we talk about this, you think about the world— 
the world offers hope in many ways, okay, financially or uh, storing up treasures on this earth. Uh, but ultimately, those things are going to fade away. But there's some kind of hope. There's this living hope that we're going to be talking about that God offers all of us. And when everything else fails, we've got this foundation that we can always hold on to. And it's not within this world. It's with, it's on the outside of this world. It's through a relationship with Jesus Christ. Yeah, Mike. I mean, we get the choice to to decide between, you know, am I going to be hopeless or am I going to be hope-filled? And hope-filled is completely different than hopeful. I mean, we can be hopeful in God, but if we know we're hope-filled because of Him, that's even better. So although the word hope and the term hope seems so intangible, right? It's not something yes. you can pick up and and touch, um, but it's something we can know exists, and then we can grab a hold of it. Listen to Romans fifteen thirteen. It says, Therefore, the perf- uh, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound in hope. I just love that English Standard Version of Romans fifteen thirteen, Mike, because... You may abound in hope, and he's the God of hope. I mean, abound. That's good. That paints a wonderful picture, doesn't it? It sure does. It sure does. And the third um, thing I believe here God wants us to know is that we can personally know the hope giver and because he is the God of hope. Now, you think about this. We believe as followers of Christ that he is the creator of all things, that he is almighty, that he is Lord, that he is holy, that he is sovereign. And that's just to name a few, right, Karen? Right. So it makes perfect sense that the creator and the giver of all things also holds hope in his hand. So a relationship with the Heavenly Father intimately acquaints us with the hope of all hopes so we can personally know the hope giver, and that's God himself. And then the fourth thing is that we already possess a glorious and unwavering hope. So we have the ability to hold fast. The Bible talks about this in Hebrews ten twenty three, which says we can have this hope that doesn't waver. Now, I'm not saying that we're never going to have fears, we're never going to have troubles, we're never going to have difficulties in our life, but we're talking about this hope. Ultimately, we're going to have a hope that never wavers because it's coming from one, God, who never wavers. Right. Whatever he promises, he's faithful to fulfill it. Guys, and since Christ lives in us, a glorious hope also resides in each of us. From Colossians one twenty seven, it says, Christ in us is the hope of glory. So we already possess this glorious and unwavering hope. That's a good one, number four, isn't it? Yes. And then number five, Mike says, God wants us to know he has given us a living hope that you already referenced somewhat. The Heavenly Father brought hope to us. Hopeless people when he sent Jesus. I like to say hope has a name, Jesus. And that great hope has a name, Jesus. So when we think about a living hope, 
we look at first Peter chapter one and verse three, it says, blessed be the God and father of our Lord Jesus Christ. According to his great mercy, he has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. So we have a living hope in Jesus. Yeah, and then on down in First Peter verse thirteen, uh, he talks about that we should set. It says, "Set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ." Now, when we get up of a morning and when we lie down at night, we can put our hope in a lot of different things. We can lay down at night and go, "God, I hope four hundred one k." makes it through the night and is more generous when I wake up, or we, we can hope that we're going to have a good day. There, are, It's okay to hope things, but what we're trying to say is this living hope goes beyond anything that this earth could ever possibly offer. This is a living hope that when everything breaks down, if you are struggling in your marriage, if you're struggling right now because you don't have a job, if you're struggling because maybe you have a sickness or something, God is a living hope. He will give you hope. I'm not saying that everything is going to be perfect. We're not saying, or we can, that no. in our lives or in our marriages, we're going to have struggles. But he is our living hope. Right, and I like how First Peter 1, verse 13, Mike says, set your hope fully, yeah. fully on God because... Not partially. Yeah, if we did, if we set our hope halfway on God and other places then we're going to be disappointed because like we already talked about the hope that the world offers in different forms it just doesn't last that's right which leads us to number six hopeless never gets the last word talk to us about that Karen. <laughs> and we think about god's story you know wait a minute in marriages don't we like to get the last word Yes. That's what I thought. I'm sorry, I interrupted well, you. Well, or if you can be a certain personality like me, I like to have the last word. <laughs> um, when we think about God's story, God's story in the Bible that's recounted in the Bible, and just God's story about creation and the Old Testament, New Testament, sending Jesus for our salvation, it's a story of hope. Jesus' birth took place in a lowly stable. You know, Christ grew and really carried out his father's mission, even Mike, to the point of just become obedient to death on the cross. And although the enemy and all the forces of darkness were celebrating that God's son was crucified and dead, they were celebrating too early. Yeah. <laughs> the light of the world claimed victory over death. Um, Hope rose from the dead. Think about that. Hope rose from the dead when Jesus Christ conquered the grave. That's that's great. So, yeah, God gets the last word, and hope has the last word. So um, if, if you look at this from um, the perspective of you're on this journey here in life, and um, regardless of, of where you're at, and maybe your hope is – over here to the right or over here to the left, and you're going, I'm really not sure about this uh, whole God thing. I, I don't know about who Jesus Christ was. I'm not sure about the, the Bible, whether it's really true. Can I trust it? Well, then you're on this journey 
toward hope. And so that's why we are glad you're tuned in to the podcast, because we're going to be sharing some of our hopeless and um, hopeful times on our journey in a relationship with Christ, in our marriages, and with our children, and now with our, our grandchildren. So here we go. Number seven, God wants us to know hope was always coming. Tell us about that, Karen. Yes, when we you know when we accept the salvation that God offers us in Jesus Christ, it transforms us to overcomers. We become more than conquerors, and we just like Christ, we're raised to new life and new hope through Jesus. I look at First Peter one twenty one says, "Through Christ you have come to trust in God." And you have placed your hope in God because he raised Christ from the dead and gave him great glory. So we've placed our hope in God. I just love to think about hope was always coming. So you see, Mike, hope in Christ was always coming. It was God's plan from the beginning. So now we can rest in how hope showed up in the past. It remains in our present. And it stays around for all our tomorrows. So tomorrow, the next day, the next day, the day after that, the day after that, all of our tomorrows, hope's going to be there. Well, thanks for sharing that, Karen. And, you know, I guess a little challenge for um, this journey to hope, if you've made it this far in the podcast, why don't you recap those for us, if you if you could, Karen, those um, seven um Seven, Seven things. things God wants us to know about hope really quick, and then think, go back and uh, after you finish with the podcast and think about which one of those speaks to you the most. Yeah, so seven things God wants us to know about hope. God wants us to know we are never far from hope. He wants us to know we choose between hopeless or hope-filled. God wants us to know we can personally know the hope-giver that we already possess a glorious and unwavering hope. He wants us to know he has given us a living hope in Christ. Also, that hopeless never, ever, ever gets the last word. And finally, he wants us to know hope is always coming. Well, I think for me, um, the one that I would pick, Karen, is number six, that hopeless never gets the last word. And um, I'm thinking about this, and I'm going, you know, it, hopeless never gets the last word in my marriage, never gets the last word in where I've worked or what I've done or the mistakes I've made or um, what's coming around the corner. But the fact that God is the one who has set me free and has given mm-hmm. me hope for today and tomorrow and forever yes. to know that this life doesn't end with death here, but... A relationship with Christ means to spend eternity with Him. Right, and hopeless never gets the last word when we're walking through the valley. Right, so right? what about you? I really like that one, but I also like hope was always coming. Just to think about, you know, nobody likes to wait, but think about our seasons of waiting, like when we're in the valley and we're hoping to come out to the other side, or just waiting on something to happen, something to turn around and to look back and be able to see how God was faithful and hope was always coming. Even if it doesn't look the way we wanted it to, hope was still there and hope was always coming. 
That's great. Thanks for sharing that. And if you have a prayer request or you have a question you'd like to ask us, you can do so in the comments of the podcast. Just let us know. Thanks again for joining us. Until next time, Miss Karen, we're Fridays. Forever. See you next time. Bye-bye. Bye, guys.